Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's good, people? And welcome to the Everyday Hustle. The show that explores the five most important days that have changed the lives of the world's best young creators, entrepreneurs, and inventors. With new guests on the show each week, they'll be telling us their incredible stories and their everyday hustle. If you're on a journey, need some inspiration, or just want to hear from some of the best young minds around, then subscribe wherever you are listening to this. Follow us on our socials at Everyday Hustle Show on Instagram and ED Hustle Show on Twitter. This is The Everyday Hustle. This week on The Everyday Hustle, I am talking to one of the most innovative individuals I have ever met. It goes without saying that she is paving the way for young businesswomen, and her line of work has had her grow from strength to strength. The founder of the very successful PR agency, Rosalind Schumann PR. I am joined by the beautiful Rosalind Shimon. Yeah, how are you doing? Such a charmer. I know. Thank what you. can I say? Welcome to the Everyday Hustle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Uh, thanks so much for coming down. My pleasure. Now, long story short, we met at probably, well, I say you're responsible for the best party that I've, I've, I've attended in 2018. So basically you're calling me a bad influence, right? That, a bad influence, <laughs> a good influence. No, it was absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, talk to us. Tell us about yourself. What is it that, tell the people then what you actually do. So I've just launched an app. Um, if you want to hit download, be my guest. <laughs> I think you've got it already, so you're in my good book. Yeah. And this app is called The Influencer's Diary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the lead on from the PR agency that you mentioned. And what it is, it's it's an app that connects influencers to events, pay campaigns, and travel and gifting opportunities. That's amazing. So yeah, it's an influencer diary, so I'm like your pocket-sized PA. So if you want to go to the best events and get freebies and go on holiday and get paid campaigns... I'm your girl. That sounds like the dream. You're the plug. I'm the plug. You're the plug. (laughs) So your company's turned heads when it comes to marketing. Like it's completely changed the game and I'm pretty sure it's got like loads of influencers and, and almost every company talking. But no way would that journey have been easy. Not quite, no. It's definitely been a journey. So, you know, being on the everyday hustle, what what does that word hustle mean to you? Well, I actually had an investor say to me, he said, I've been put in front of numerous people, a lot smarter than you, Roz, much better at maths and spelling, but he was like, no one's got your grit in regards to hustle. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you just can't help it. You're a bit of a Dell boy, aren't you? (laughs) I find business in any opportunity, any opportunity. And I think that's what it is. It's just thinking on your feet, working hard, putting your head down and really knowing your field I think that's what hustle is my name's Rosalind Shimon and this is my everyday hustle day one for me was the 6th of July 2006 and I can remember it like it was yesterday cool talk to me oh god So I really think I get my hustle from my father. Okay. Um, My dad has always worked for himself Mm -hmm. and he's always taught me that to be your own boss um, and to live by your rules, choose who you work with and when and where you want to work. And I'm a big believer in that. I think when you enjoy what you do, you don't ever work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. 
So I remember that any day off I had from school, whether it be a school holiday or a sick day, oh no, I could not stay in bed and feel sorry for myself. Um, I was up, I was at work, I was shadowing my dad, so... My dad does not understand what I do. He yeah. doesn't understand influences. He I don't. I don't know if there's many parents nowadays that actually do. There's mm-hmm. so many sort of uh, different job roles and, and different industries out there that are developing. Well, I don't think anybody actually understands it. Mum's like, my mum went to me. What's a podcast? What are you doing? I was like, mum, it's like TV, but you know, like you're just listening. Like, and, oh, what's the point in that then? Oh, oh, I right. hope she's tuned in right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, she will be listening. Trust me. Um, yeah, he's very old school. He's an electrician, mm. so he goes in, he fixes things, he builds things. So he says to me, he says, you don't build anything you don't fix anything what the hell do you do (laughs) um but he really homed in on me about working hard becoming really knowledgeable in your field Mm -hmm. putting in the hours Mm -hmm. and i think what's really big in my agency is be nice and work hard yeah and that goes a long way like i will put my hand on my heart and say i'm not the best at my field yeah but i will make sure that i do the job yeah and i go above deliverables yeah um and i think be nice to everyone along the way and that will get you far in life working with your dad on on the odd day here and there you can really tell that obviously that work right there has reflected into the work that you do today for sure um was it always easy growing up like that like and and you know maintaining that close relationship what doing that sort of work i think so yeah like i am i'm an only child mm-hmm. um so we used to call ourselves the three musketeers <laughs> Bless. Um, so i get my my hustle from my dad and i get my kindness from my mum mm-hmm. um unfortunately my mum passed away when i was 18 so i become then oh, really close to my yeah. dad and he bought me up like a man yeah so i'm not allowed sick days um mm. i can't say no i need to try everything yeah And I think that's something that's really honed in on me from a really early age is you're capable of everything. Yeah. And what's the worst that can happen? And that's my thought process to everything. So people say to me that I say yes to everything. Even Mm. if I don't know how to do it, I'll say yes. You try to find a way. Yeah, I'll find a way. So everyone's like, Roz, you look like a swan on the surface, but underneath your legs are going. Yeah. I'm paddling really hard (laughs) trying to work out what the hell I'm doing. Um, but my thought process is, and I think this is something that homed in for me from, unfortunately, my mum passing away, is yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. That's how I sort of look at everything. Yeah. So that time there, how old was you, did you say? Sorry? 18. 18. Yeah. 18. So obviously that's that's a, a pretty tough age to go through something so traumatic. Yeah. Um, and bless her. Like she obviously, there's a big reflection I can understand of, of her and you. For sure. And what I can imagine. Um, how did you come back from that at the age of 18? Well, I think to me, and my grandma's exactly the same, is... I just keep busy and I Mm. think that's partly maybe due to the fact that when I stop I start thinking about things Mm -hmm. Um, so actually her death really helped me put all my focus into work Yeah. and unfortunately in that process I lost a lot of friends which Mm. um, is a blessing because I got rid of a lot of negative people around me Yeah. Um, but I put a lot of focus into my work Mm -hmm. Um, I was really driven um, it's keeping my mind off things basically and where yeah. it was something that I was passionate in and my mum always pushed me to, to do my own thing yeah. um, I think that really helped that really helped and it is I hate to say it but the more time you put into something the more knowledgeable you are in that field mm-hmm. the better outcome you, you have yeah. so I have become my work to an yeah. extent and when, when you're growing up like those, those ages that to be talking about like 18 you get given so many opportunities and, and people ask you, you know, what do you want to be when you're older? Did you always know you wanted to do this line of work? Oh, no, I didn't have a clue. I felt... What did, what did you want to do? Um, one time I wanted to be an air hostess <laughs> and then I wanted to be a hairdresser because I love my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I used to play post office. Yeah. <laughs> so I do live at the post office still. <laughs> used to play post office. <laughs> yeah, I used to play post office. Um, but no, I kind of fell into my, into my job. Yeah. Which I think was a blessing. 
But yeah, Absolutely. I was very lucky. So my day two was the 20th of January, 2009. And that was when I decided to launch my first business. one was a clothing a t-shirt clothing line it was called speechless okay cool so at the time everyone was bringing out different clothing lines and t-shirt lines and i thought i'm a sucker for quotes yeah <laughs> it gave me a focus and i love the whole creating element of it and yeah. the design process and working with the wholesalers working out budgeting and i always thought to myself then i thought i am i'm a creator mm-hmm. um See, I was always starting up these different companies. Unfortunately, the T-shirt line, you can probably still Google it or yeah, come up speechless. It'll still come up. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised because nowadays, you know, I mean, clothing-wise, there's absolutely everything. There's even like Do Bit Society and stuff like yeah. that from Love Island out yeah. in like Primark. Yeah. Um, I think you can get away with anything, a, a quote like that. Um, so that the drive behind the T-shirt business... How did it go? Like, did did it ever, like, you know, reach a, a mass amount of success? Was it like just a stepping stone for you? Yeah, it was more a trial and error, to be honest. Yeah. Seeing seeing whether I could start something myself yeah. and putting my energy into that. I think that was probably around the same time my mum passed away. Uh, no, it was a bit before when my mum was ill. Mm. I'm an Aries. Yeah. So I'm really impatient. Yeah, I want like everything me, yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I wanted to start my business. I was only, I think I was about... 14 yeah and it was never going to take off i don't think <laughs> but it, you know it's the thought that the counts right the idea the i mean idea that drive there. there um would you say you learned a lot in that process that because oh, yeah. obviously do, doing that experience there um and you said that like, obviously you lost a lot of friends mm-hmm. you know when, when you were younger as well um being as an individual being on your own and, and going through those experiences you went through and, and trying up business startups like mm-hmm. that would you say that's a valuable experience yeah definitely i think like if you don't try, you'll never know, right? Yeah. So this was all just me working out the market. I was actually looking at then, even then at 14, mm-hmm. I was looking at who I would like to be wearing my my T-shirts. I was looking more at like Z-list celebrities and stuff. So maybe yeah. that's where the whole influencer world's come in yeah. and where I would pr- place my product. Yeah. Um, so I was just learning the market and who, what girls I thought would wear my T-shirts. Um, these girls have now turned into influencers that are using my platform. Well, there you go. There's yeah. the link back in, isn't so it? it? Kind of, it does all connect to an extent. My day three was around the 31st of March, 2010. And that's when I decided, this is when it really started kicking off for me business-wise. And that's when I started my own fashion blog. So what was that called? Rosalind's Fashion Union. Original. Yeah, original. Yeah. Have you ever looked at your first Hotmail address? Uh, Yeah, I think it was like tire underscore uh, sexy, but SXC uh, 2K7... I was about to say 2K17. That's like, that's like last year. No, yeah, about like 2K3. Didn't love yourself like yeah. much then. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you, you needed to like sort of just showcase how you want to be perceived. So that 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 was my aim. What was yours? Well, I don't know where I was going with mine, but it was my blog was literally as cringy as your first Hotmail address. I wouldn't say that was cringy, but it's fine. It's <laughs> okay. fine. Everybody's no there in opinion. No yeah. Um, but it the blog was running for about three months, yeah. and it got picked up by um, a magazine called Verge Magazine. Wow. Which is part owned by MTV. Yeah. And they came across my blog and said, look, we're really looking for a fashion editor. Will you come on board? So I was 18 at the time. I dropped everything that I was doing and I started this job straight away. I was living the dream. Yeah. My Instagram was on point. I was yeah. going to all the best events. I was doing all the, was getting all these the best freebies. Life, yeah. yeah, 18 years old. Didn't have a bloody clue what I was doing. But then six months into the job role, the editor at the time left. Mm. And then I then became the editor of this magazine. So I was out meeting all these different celebrities 
I can actually say that I stroked David Beckham's hand. Wow. That's my claim to fame wow. right there. Yeah. Um, have you washed your hands since? Oh, like, hell no. I don't know. Yeah, about to say that. Now. Yeah. That's, that's, okay. <laughs> and um, it, that's where my, my career really took off. For yeah. Me. And I said to my boss at the time, I said, it's all good and well me interviewing different celebrities, but mm. these celebrities wear clothes and use beauty products that our readers can't afford. Our readers are students. So can I go and interview normal people? Yeah. He thought I was crazy, but that was nothing new. And he said, go for it. So I suppose you can say I was out interviewing bloggers and influencers before they became bloggers and influencers. Yeah. I was interviewing the girls next door. Yeah. Little knowing that they would then become my clients. Wow. One of the girls, Amy, turned around and said to me, she was very smart, Amy. Mm. Um, she was a hustler. Okay. She turned around and said to me, you know brands? I said, yes. Well, I've got a blog. I said, yes. Help me make money from my blog. So I was like, Amy, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And she said, well, show the, get the brands to look at my website and any money that I make, you can take 20%. So again... This is the starting point, isn't it? This is the it? starting point. She was my guinea pig. Yeah. Bit like how that brand was my guinea pig. Was her blog big at the time? It was... She, I think she was on like 20,000 maybe. Uh, first month I signed her with Reese, Cameron Millen and Fiat 500. Wow. Yeah. So I finally I'd found something that I was good at. That's so incredible. I tried all these other yeah. startup things and nothing really stuck with me. And what was it? Was it just like a lot of negotiating? Negotiation. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really good at pairing people together. Mm-hmm. So I see this and this is what I do day to day is I look at people's DNA and I think like this will fit really well with this brand. Yeah. And I'm really good at that. Um, and relationships. Good, yeah, good exactly. Good at maintaining yeah. and keeping relationships. So she started doing really, really well, Amy. She had a full-page spread in ES Magazine. And I then became the first blogger manager. Wow. Didn't know I was one, yeah, 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 yeah. but I was a blogger Just manager. making roles. Yeah, making roles. I was good at it. Um, so she started doing really well. And then the girls that I'd previously interviewed for Verge Magazine were then coming to me saying, look, can you help us? So before I knew it, I had a business without really meaning to have one. Mm-hmm. And it was my side hustle. So I was still at Verge Magazine. Um, and I was doing this on the side and I'm a true believer in that if you want to go after if you want to start your own business don't jump into it full guns blazing have it as your side hustle build it up and then when you're ready yeah then you move Mm. and that's exactly what I did Um, I launched my business then and that was Rosalind Schumann Communications wow yeah that was born Um, that was running for three years and over those three years I built a network of just over a thousand UK based influencers yeah this ranged from fashion fitness beauty Insta famous animals, I had it all. That's incredible. Yeah, all personal relationships. Wow. So where where did you find the balance? Because obviously you mentioned a really interesting point there about not jumping, you know, straight in and mm. always, always always having it as like a little side hustle until it's ready. Where did you find the balance? Because obviously trying to trying to do that, trying to do two jobs, and um, you know pursuing a passion and and you know still seeing family and stuff like that. Yeah where's the balance come into that situation it depends how passionate you are so we've all got the same amount of hours in the day we've all got 24 hours mm-hmm. it's up to you how you spend those 24 hours mm-hmm. so to me i was getting up one hour earlier before work mm-hmm. on the way usually on the way on the train to work i'd be reading a book mm-hmm. in this case i was doing emails yeah or i was writing a do list of what i need to do for okay. the day i was using my time very wisely where i suppose before i used to waste it yeah um do my normal job and then at lunchtime instead of going out to the park i would then sit there and work on my my side hustle yeah so an hour on that and then after work i'd probably spend a couple of hours while watching something on tv yeah doing emails doing so that's 
that works out to like four hours a day. Yeah, or, legitimately. Or, I think I, w- I was looking at this um, article the other day, actually, and it was saying about like how much we, we use our phones on like social medias and things. Obviously, if it's your work, it's a yeah. completely different story. But actually, if you, you restrict like the amount of usage you have on those mm-hmm. or the amount of hours and days that you lose over the year just from just, you know, scrolling on Facebook or Instagram yeah. is a ridiculous amount. So you can actually do so much more with your time. Do you know what it is? I'm a big believer on to-do lists. Yeah. So, I, I literally, I've, I've got like one for the week, though, yeah. which I just follow religiously yeah Sunday I write my to-do list for the week mm-hmm. and then every morning on the train on the yeah. way into work I'll go through it and be like okay this is what I need to do this is what I need to do then yeah. I'll send all my messages so I do a lot of delegating to my staff yeah make sure they're on top of things by the time I've got into the office I've done an hour's work on the train yeah literally and, but a lot of people you'll see if you're on the train are wasting that time yeah they're playing I saw a woman next to me a 60 year old woman doing candy crush <laughs> what a waste of time that is. I think she's just trying to relive the youth to be honest <laughs> <laughs> there I was writing my to-do lists that's amazing. Um, so, so in that journey there, when did you know, obviously getting that first little glimpse of business, a successful business, mm. what struggles did you go through? Um, like I said before, I think it was, I lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. So going back to what I just said about you only have 24 hours in the day, the, the hours that I do have free, I want to spend with people that I really genuinely care about. Yeah. So I actually only, I've got a massive network of people, but I only have one best friend. Yeah. And that's who I would dedicate my free time to. So yeah. I've really brought down, I think you can count your true friends on one hand. I'm a Absolutely, true believer yeah, of that. Yeah. So I've lost a lot of like very close but fake friends in the process. Mm-hmm. I'm always working. So I'm telling you that I'm going to Ibiza this yeah. evening. But as long as I've got Wi-Fi. You'll be working until, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll be working. Okay, like, you need to put your hair down. No, but you as sad chill. as that sounds, I really enjoy sitting on a beach or at a spa with my laptop on my lap, getting through my things. Well, having a strawberry daiquiri Yeah, a little strawberry me, daiquiri, yeah. You can make work-play balance. <laughs> it's easily done. And I think when you have your own business, it's very intertwined. Mm. So you do have to have a really nice work balance. Yeah. And enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Exactly. But yeah, you're, you're clearly very passionate about your work. Um, I wouldn't say to I've be lost a lot. To take it away to IB for as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> but I honestly don't think I've lost a lot. I think I've gained more starting my business yeah. than losing out on more. Yeah. And that's coming from someone that's passionate about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at, I don't even know I'm working. The moment that you decided to take it full time, like, and mm. be like, right, this is the moment. Yeah. It, you know, Verge, you've done me amazing. Mm-hmm. What was that? Um, what was that moment there like? Amazing. Yeah. I remember starting up my own website. Because it was a slow burner, wasn't it? Because yeah. obviously you put, you put effort to it on the side. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this moment came along. You're like, actually, this is picked up now. I can go with it. Yeah, it was amazing. Even just waking up in the morning, being in charge of what I'm doing today, yeah. who I'm working with, who I'm representing. The pressure that comes on top. But again, I'm only 26. Mm. So my theory was, if I'm going to start a business now, let's do it while I have zero overheads. Exactly. So I still live at home. Yeah. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have kids. Last time I checked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no overhead. So yeah. this is the time. This is the perfect opportunity now for me to start a business. Yeah. And if worst comes to worst and everything fails tomorrow, I've still got a roof over my head. Exactly. I have no debt. Yeah. Um, it's like going back I'm very logical thinking everyone mm-hmm. says Ross you're so calm even on the lead up to events I'm yeah. very calm yeah. I think what's the worst that can happen exactly well, that's, that's, you know, that's a mentality that I think needs to be installed in a lot of young people or a lot of people that are looking to go into the industry that you're in mm. I think it's installed upon us quite young the stresses of like, okay, you need to get the best GCSE grades you possibly can. You, you need to go then on to college and then you need to go to university and you need to do a master's degree. Mm. You, like the, the, there's a very sort of narrow-minded route um, 
to other people out there that are listening in that may be in those situations like debating whether or not to like hop into a profession or or pursue something they're passionate about Mm. what would you say to them one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Side hustle again. Yeah. Do it on the side. Like now, so we're Generation Z, but Generation Y is the people that are like age 13, 14 Mm -hmm. now. It's been proven that actually 89% of the younger generation now are going to be freelancers. Yeah. So this is the perfect opportunity to start a business from the internet. Yeah. You can get free Wi-Fi you can sit in prep exactly. or just outside yeah, yeah, of prep yeah. if you can't afford a cup of tea and use yeah. their Wi-Fi it's really easy to start your own business with absolutely no overheads yeah. a domain costs one ninety nine a month yeah. you can host websites for £5 a month there is ways to make Instagram's completely free you, just, mm-hmm. you can take all your photos on your phone there's so many different ways to make money mm-hmm. like my business when I first started was a service yeah so I didn't need any staff I didn't have any overheads I didn't I didn't need an office I'd done it all from my laptop and from the wi-fi that my dad was paying for <laughs> <laughs> Good so <old> dad. <laughs> I honestly don't think there's any excuses anymore why you can't work yeah. for yourself especially yeah. with the internet and the world wide web day four was the 28th of March 2018 and that's when my baby was born, not not literally. Okay. Um, my mobile app. So I saw a gap in the market from mm-hmm. when I had my PR agency. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the most, which is common sense when you think about it, the most successful influencer campaigns were the one where the influencer's DNA matches the brand's target customer DNA. Right. So I'll give you an example. A massive brand like Rolex they may have originally thought that working with an influencer with let's say a million followers was going to be their way to making sales Mm. but actually if you dived into those followers those followers could age 13 to 16 and based in Timbuktu yeah so Rolex is not going to make any sales out of that yeah you wouldn't get no absolutely not so how the app works is when you download it you probably remember but you have a very painful form that you have to fill out yeah which you're like yeah yeah oh, yeah, <laughs> I, remember I remember that, I remember that form yeah yeah literally I was giving my life away uh, yeah, on it <laughs> yeah I know everything about you um, and that form tells me everything about you so where you live your shoe size your dress size not in your case your hair colour everything and then it'll also tell me about your audience yeah. so age range what is your audience gender mm-hmm. split what is your audience and where is your following based it's very easy for influencers to lie about that. Mm-hmm. So what we do then is we ask them to upload a print screen of their Instagram analytics to prove that what they're saying is true. Yeah. So we can openly say to brands that any influencer using our app has been, it's been verified. Yeah. Verified. Yeah. And they're genuine influencers. Yeah, yeah. So the whole idea of the app is the motto is work hard, play harder. And what it is, is inside the app, there's four sections events pay campaigns travel and gifting opportunities and the blog yeah 
So brands will upload their industry events onto the app and the bloggers using the app can then RSVP to attend these events. Same sort of thing for travel and gifting opportunities. Yeah. We're as transparent as possible. And I think this is where I just think it's a much easier to be as transparent as it possible. It is, yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know why people complicate it. I really no, don't. No, just lay your cards out. Yeah. Lay your cards out, be straight. So if you was to go on the travel and gifting section on the app, mm-hmm. it may say, if you're an influencer based in the UK with a following of 20,000 above, whatever brand is can gift you a piece of jewellery in exchange you have to create an Instagram post Mm -hmm. so you'll then look at that and think yeah I fit that profile perfectly I want a piece of that jewellery we'll connect you it's amazing how nowadays like like followings of that sort can can generate so much business oh for sure because I, I think there's a lot of people out there that are quite anti uh, anti social media in a way that that they're saying it's, it's, it's a misrepresentation of, of like because so, some bloggers say for example will have a profile and they'll be like oh that, that girl's fake that girl you know mm-hmm. she's just obsessed with pictures and this that, and the other but actually when you see the true meaning behind it all and and they and they're, they've got a passion for like say photography mm-hmm. but they're appealing to brands and it's a different line of work that they never before maybe considered content creation is huge yeah huge and also it's a business so brands may feel a bit funny about paying bloggers Mm -hmm. but then and they'll say well we've never paid journalists in the past yeah but journalists are being paid by the magazine and that blogger that's their full-time job they need to make money of some sort so the bloggers profile and representation matches the brand Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they work together yeah so it's called the influencers diary Mm -hmm. literally acts as a diary exactly Um, yeah who do you have? I mean, is it is it huge? Like, I, I know I'm a, I know I'm on it, but I mean, like, who who in specific? We have anyone with an influence. Cool. So the app's been launched since March, so it's mm-hmm. been running for three months. Um, mm-hmm. Over those three months, we've built up a network now of ten thousand users. Wow! Yeah, so we've got ten thousand active influencers, and they obviously the vary from like what's what's the minimum following? There isn't one. Okay. Um, because we look more in interaction and the way you're you're aesthetically how you are to the brand. Um, but generally, in regards to campaigns or um, gifting opportunities, it'll be around 10,000 plus. Yeah. Um, so people with over that obviously do the best out of the app. And it's very broad. So we have fashion, fitness, gamers, mm-hmm. anyone with an influence can use the app. Mm-hmm. And the types of clients that we work with are people from PG Tips to Radisson Blue Hotels. Yeah. Everyone now, in regards to branding, works mm-hmm. with influencers. Yeah. So we've got a really great space at the moment in regards to matching people with the right brands. Yeah. So people looking to get into the content creating side of things and, and then eventually aim to, you know, join your network and mm-hmm. be a part of your network. What are some of the key things that they need to do? Consistency yeah. is key. I say to everyone, upload once a day at least. Mm-hmm. Interaction, if you're looking to grow your Instagram following, really, that's, the platform is all about interaction. Yeah. So now the new algorithms, it's not done by time. It's yeah, done yeah, by yeah. who you're interacting with. Like going back to what I said about the train, spend those 15 minutes on the train if you're overground, interacting with people on Instagram. Yeah. Collaborate with other influencers. So I'm, I'm all big on helping other people. Scratch, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Work on collaborative photo shoots, then you're then... She's gaining your audience and you're gaining hers. I think I'm a true believer on that. Mm-hmm. Doing your own PR is big. So work, a lot of work does come to me, but we also do a lot of outreach. Yeah. So we wouldn't get, have got half of these clients if we didn't reach out to them. Exactly, yeah. If you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. Hence why you're here. Yeah, hence right? why I'm here. Exactly that. Um, so I'd say like looking at yourself as a brand, mm-hmm. lining yourself, really taking a step back and even asking people, if you look to my Instagram, what do you see? Yeah. Do I look more fashion? Do I look more sports, lifestyle? Kind of do a SWOT analysis on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with every influencer that comes and sits in front of me. Mm. And I then work out which I think 
brands are suited to them. Um, so yeah, look at yourself as a business. What's one of the key things for like these influencers? What's, what, what's one of the key things that you, you like sort of look for? I know it's obviously a variety depending on the brand, mm-hmm. but is there something that's sort of like very similar throughout the content creators that you work with that works really well? Not necessarily. I mean, I no longer look at following. I look at interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that goes back to you then spending time commenting on people's pictures. Yeah. Normally they comment back on yours in return. Yeah. But actually in regards to how I work is I only like to work. I would rather work with someone with a lower following that's professional mm-hmm. than someone with a larger following mm-hmm. that is hard work. Yeah. Because if I was to then send them to a brand and they acted up on a photo shoot, that yeah. would obviously look bad on the influencer's diary. Exactly, yeah. So remember that, okay, you're a blogger that gets loads of things for free and you travel around the world and you live this lifestyle, but it is a job. Mm-hmm. And you need to be professional at all times. Yeah. So a lot of people say a lot of PR agencies have their favourites, and they do, because they can put these influencers in front of brands and not have to worry. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, really, really network and and just be professional at all times. Yeah. So day five is five years into the future, okay? So where you see yourself going, um, where you see your business going, where you see your success coming from. Um, We always get asked that question when we're younger and it's quite a difficult one to ask. And I don't think it ever gets easier, but I think we open up our mind the more that we think about it. Mm. With you and your your business and your success, where do you see it going? See, that's not a hard question for me. I have deadlines for everything. Perfect. Yeah, this is the to-do list like to to come in out, right? Yeah. So I really want to nail London Mm -hmm. and the UK particular. Mm Then I'm currently looking at different markets where influencing is big, but they're not really doing it well. Okay. Um, so I'm looking to take it over to, to Dubai. That's Amazing. That's the yeah, yeah. that I'm having at the moment with different investors. I am looking to do more my own PR mm-hmm. and do more public speaking, um, mentoring, that side of things. And something in the pipeline is a TV show. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking to early stages, but looking to bring out a TV show that's all about influencers. Um, if you ever remember the hills yes yeah yeah, yeah. that kind of vibe okay um so i'm working with a couple of production companies at the moment uh, to really get the idea off the ground but i think there's a huge gap in the market to have a reality tv style show Mm -hmm. showing the lives of influencers absolutely so yeah that's that's something that i see pretty soon um and as well as that i'm looking to launch a blogger house okay and what's this so a co-working space but for young creatives um, which would be under the company name, so anyone that uses the app can then mm-hmm. come for free and work from this co-working space. Yeah, that's amazing. Do like a blogger house. That's real good. So you're real like for giving back oh, to people sure. and sort of like helping them, giving them a helping hand up. Yeah, yeah, collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. So the people listening to this are obviously oh, definitely idolising sort of your journey and your success that you've made. Um, if you had to give them three simple tips on what's really helped you get to where you are today, what would those be? Saying yes to everything. Okay. Be a yes yes person. Yeah, yeah. to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. Looking at yourself from an outsider's point of view. Mm-hmm. So knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses. A lot of people really work hard to improve their weaknesses. I don't believe in that. I think do what you're good at really, really well. Yeah. And then delegate the other jobs. Yeah. And having a strong network of people. So I have three types of friends. I've got my best friend who will send me a motivational quote every day and she'll lift me up when I feel bad. She's, she's my go-to she's girl. She's wicked, yeah. Yeah, she is. She's my soulmate. <laughs> then I have another group of friends that's from a network of people, which mm-hmm. is my influencers. And I'm constantly checking in with them, seeing what they're up to. And then my other network is my tribe. 
So I can't be good at everything. Yeah. I'm definitely not good at everything. I'm not good at maths. I'm not good at English. So actually, I return on services. So mm-hmm. I have a lady that's an amazing lawyer. So when people don't, when brands don't pay me, when they pay me late, I get her on the case. Perfect. I don't physically swap cash. Yeah. We swap services. So then I will help her with her PR. Mm-hmm. Same with um, the accountant and the journalist will help me do sort of the press releases and stuff. I'll help her. She helps me. So I'm really big on going back to the word collaboration. I'm really big on that. So I would say work out your strengths, work out your weaknesses, and then find a tribe that can help you with your weaknesses. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in and and chatting to us and talking us about your everyday hustle. Honestly, that's an incredible story. Real incredible. Don't forget to tell us about your everyday hustles over on our social media. You can find us at Everyday Hustle Show on Instagram and ED Hustle Show on Twitter. Please leave us a review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. This has been the Everyday Hustle, a Studio 71 production. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.